0: Once again, this is Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy. Just want to introduce you guys to um, how to be successful at a barber college, how to choose a barber college. Check it out. Crown Cuts Academy Live. Once again, getting it. spreading love the Johnson City Way. Spread love the Johnson City Way. Welcome again to another episode of Barber College Success presented to you by Crown Cuts Academy, one of the top barber schools in the area. Um, today at Crown Cuts Academy on Barbara College Success, we're going to discuss financial literacy, financial education, financial freedom. We have some wonderful guests on the set today. We have an old school veteran who's been here before. He's been harassing me to get on the show. And I find you will hear his voice. Once you hear the twine, you'll know instantly who it is. But I let him introduce himself and then we'll go into this spiel about financial education, financial literacy, financial freedom. Why is it important for barbers? What does it take to get? It's not, it's not it's not difficult. It's real simple. And like one of our guests said earlier, it is doable. So I'll stop by my left and let them introduce themselves.
1: Uh I'm Landon Barum, uh better known by my Instagram handle, Barm the Barber. Uh just graduated from Crown Cuts about three months ago, four months ago, I think. That's Something like that. You should know. Listen, brother, I can't even remember what I ate yesterday, so. (laughs) Uh, And uh, working at TaylorMade in Greenville right now.
2: I'm Skylar McLeod, uh, the Barber Skylar on Instagram, and I was the first Barber student at Jenny Lee Academy, Um, and now I'm working at
3: TaylorMade in Johnson City. Uh, I'm Norman Howard, and uh, I'm a good friend of uh, Craig Charles, and uh, just want to share some of my life experiences around financial planning and uh, just have some dialogue, some good dialogue today.
0: Boom, there we go again, Johnson City. We're bringing some heat today, and it's going to be real special. This, I think, is a special episode. Not I think, but I know this is going to be a special episode because I think it's more than just for the barber, the casual barber student, but it's for everyone out there. Whatever field you may be in, whatever thought process, whatever timeline you might be in, this is something that's going to help you. Again, spreading love the JC way, brought to you by Crown Cuts Academy and Shop Colossal Brand, our sponsor. And we're just going to jump into it. What do you guys think about financial freedom? Before you jump in, Norman, I'm going to let Landon and Skylar talk because I know you have all this experience and you're going to chime in and just put the nail on the. Put the nail in the coffin, take it home. But you get your opportunity. We're gonna keep it real fun and it's gonna be a good time. Uh, <laughs> you can laugh, Norman, it's okay. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Landon, when you hear about financial freedom being a barber, what do you think about?
1: I just think about like, when it comes to like thinking of what a financial freedom, I guess like for me, that's it makes me think of like you're starting to become successful and what you've worked so hard for over the past nine months to however long you were in it. Uh, finally getting to see all that come together, you don't have to, you know, you've got that that sustainable income coming in and, you know, your hard work's starting to pay off. That's the first thing I, pay, I think of.
0: But you know, with that sustainable income, one thing I've always said, the gift and the curse of being a barber when you work for yourself, you have money in your hand every day. You have money in your hand every day. So you think that the money in your hand is for buying lunch which is 12 to 15 20 hours a day and those are the things yeah. we don't want I, you I'm to i'm of the
1: popeye's addiction craig you don't have to keep looking <laughs> at me every time you talk about this
0: <laughs> I, I talking about popeye's addiction i remember one day in school landon bought like five chicken sandwiches from popeye's <laughs> and ate it all <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna talk about that He could, could you could make your own popeye sandwich right like mm-hmm. you remember that day landon
1: Oh, listen! I'm trying to learn how to cook better because I got I got I got chill with that. <laughs> that temptation down the street was killing me. I had to have it
0: when it just came out. Skyler, what do you think? I definitely
2: agree with Landon on how like it's almost relieving just having that option of just financial freedom. But it's definitely you have to know how to budget yourself and like what you do that way you're not buying five Popeye sandwiches. <laughs>
1: That's the standard right now. I'm still waiting for someone to beat that. <laughs> that's
0: him, I, right? call,
3: I, call, I call it eating your money. Uh, <laughs>
0: and, and that's exactly what he's doing, Norm. He's eating his money. I, I'd, um,
3: I'm, the one thing that comes to my mind, certainly as uh, young professionals, and uh, you already know this is a tremendous industry, but if you just set yourself uh, two or three goals, when you financial goals, when you first start out, And, uh, you know, just set your mind on them. Focus. You'd be surprised at what you could accomplish in a short period of time. I want to reiterate what uh, Craig said. It's a cash business. And being a cash business, uh, those dollars can fly out of your pocket real fast. So you have to be thoughtful and careful about putting aside money for specific things.
0: I think it's important. And you, you can basically set yourself up and say, hey, when I work every day, I'm going to save $50. Because in this business, you're going to make money. But the key is how do you retain it long term? Not, we're not thinking short term. The key is longevity in this game. If you have longevity, you're setting yourself up for long term. You're setting your family up. And you're able to be at ease. Because I see too many barbers in this industry, five, ten years in, and you guys are new starting out, just getting out of school within the past three months, 10 years in, and they don't have a saving. They can't get to the next level. And I feel from from teaching, I have I've gained a whole new understanding of being a barber. I became a better barber, a better teacher, a better person. And from what I know now, if I started barbering, now I would handle it totally different. I would do things totally different, and that's what we're going to talk about today.
3: Well, that's what uh, experience and learning is about. Uh, I would offer the new barber a thought, which comes to my mind, is the first thing you want to do is to um, create an emergency fund for yourself because uh, you're relying on your personal ability, your uh, physical ability uh, to do this work, and you don't know what's going to come your way from day to day. Uh, I would also say, say balance it. In other words, don't become so focused on uh, achieving financial freedom that you aren't enjoying life. you got to have that balance. And that's the reason why um, when I talk to, quote, younger people, uh, always talk about setting goals and objectives.
0: And that balance is not eating five sandwiches a day. That's not that balance we're talking about, no. That's not that balance. You
1: got a counter on how many times he's going to bring that <laughs> up? I'm at three right now.
3: <laughs> That's not that balance. Well, the good news is uh, he already understand, Landon Already understands it, and he's got a plan to reduce it. So we're having a little fun with it. But uh, guess what? He learned from it.
0: I don't know. He said he's trying to top it. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, Landon. You know you're one of my favorites, anyway. So, so do you do you when you think about do you guys have a plan, Scott? Do you have a plan coming out of school, thinking about how you're gonna balance some leisure, um, some 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 set time for you to put some money aside and some money to play with for you to just be prepared for whatever's to come? Do you have an emergency fund set up? Some? Are you working on that?
2: Yeah, definitely working on that. Um, and right now, it's like. Two days go to booth rent, uh, one day goes to emergency fund, and then the rest goes to just, like, savings or day-to-day stuff.
0: Sounds good. What about you, Landon? Have you set something up yet, or have you thought about something?
1: Yeah, I've been uh, learning to budget my money a lot, so I put whatever I owe Micah for that week back uh, each day. Go ahead and cut what I know I can take with me and what's going to go to him at the end of the week. Um put a little bit aside for my bills out of the money I've made out of that week. Uh, Just make sure I have that money. Even if I, like, even if I have it already saved up, I know I have it just in case next week or the week after it's slower. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get better at. And then the main thing is trying to just put money back whenever I can to eventually put into some investment programs. Right. So I have something on the side that when I'm sleeping, I'm making money. Hopefully.
0: I I mean, it's important because when I started barbering, I wasn't even thinking like that. My whole thought process when I started barbering was what kind of sneakers can I get? Let me buy me a pair of shoes. I mean, because there wasn't no plan in place and there wasn't someone preceding me telling me the importance of financial education. But after a while, I was like, hey, and it didn't take me too long. I was like, man, I got to do something different. I like what I do. I'm making money, but there's more to this because I started thinking about maybe I want some more barbershops and to acquire those things you get a hard reality is if you don't have a capital those things are not gonna happen mm-hmm. Well, hmm I
3: think uh, a simple way to get started is uh, I'm gonna call it the envelope system and I've heard over the years uh, I was doing this years and years ago just writing on a particular envelope uh, what I was setting a money aside for. And uh, it helped me keep track. And uh, an individual who was on the radio regularly, used to be, Dave Ramsey. It's interesting. Uh, that's part of his concept as well. Um, but Landon, I heard you say something that uh, really struck me uh, uh, over time, and it took me a while to understand the financial industry. But when I did... I studied and learned about stocks and investments and so on and so forth. And it's not a complicated process, but it's not something that gives you a return immediately or every day. It's up and down, it's for the long term. But just hearing you say that uh, kind of warms my heart to say you're on the right
0: track,
1: man. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's valuable because once you set out doing something that you love, that you see that it's not a chore going to work. Other things open up because you're going to give your all and put your all into it. You're going to to do your best. So once you start doing your best and you start seeing that return for your labor, now you start thinking about investment, maybe a little bit of real estate, a little bit of stocks or being another entrepreneur, doing something else. Because the end game, this this timeline comes so quick. It comes so quick because time waits for no one. So we have to have a plan because if we fail to plan we plan to fail so it's important
3: you know i was uh, before coming in uh, a few thoughts came to mind um you gentlemen barbers in total are just sitting on a gold mine of information because people come into your shop daily and they share information a lot of it it's about investment opportunities It's about uh, the personal lives and what have you. Now, obviously, you have to learn to manage that because you can't be sharing personal information of uh, what people bring in. But from an investment standpoint over your career, so, so many things are going to come to you that can be a financial windfall for you. But you have to be prepared for that. You have to have you have to have the money set aside, has to meet with your own personal goals and objectives. But uh, uh, that's my thought, just to say that the tremendous number of individuals are going to bring additional information. Like Craig says, you're going to grow. I guess the question I have for you, uh, do you have a consumer mindset or a saving mindset? Most of the people in my circle have a consumer mindset. They get a dollar and they spend five dollars. That's not my focus. And some way along the line from a kid, even as a teenager, I understood that. And um, after a while, it's going to be interesting. You'll realize this, but people are going to figure out that you got money. They're just going to look and say, oh, Linda got money. scholar got money, you know. And the last thing I'd add just to, uh, to me, money is a tool. It's not an end-off. It's just a tool. It's a tool for me to get things done. And I'll kind of leave it there.
0: And and before we move on, I just want to give a shout-out to our sponsor again, Colossal Brand. Um, Hit Jalen up. Um, He has some wonderful products and information about his brand. He'll get you where you need to be. Um, Skylar, when you hear Mr. Norman, Norman, not Mr. Norman, we're in the the living room, we're just hanging out, (laughs) Norman have his conversation talking about what he's saying. What, what What comes to your mind? What are you thinking about when you hear someone with so much experience Elaborate on things that's important.
2: I mean, really, I just want to get with him and talk about like mutual funds. Honestly, um, just like what all would be good to get into that, and then how much he thinks I should set aside, like just to get started with that. That way, I can have stuff set back, and then that way, like Landon said, I can be making money when I'm sleeping. And, and
0: that's and that's the important thing because the conversation we're having right now. I don't think barbers, it was kind of taboo back then because your whole thought process is when you got out of school is when you started barbering years ago, just stand behind that chair and cut and not realizing the resources that you have of people coming in, the network and the relationships that you're building by Mm -hmm. everyone sitting in that chair. Mm -hmm. Those are the resources that you can use too as well to learn about stocks, learn about entrepreneurship, learn about building, learn about just any typical types of thing on a daily basis people and you have basically probably 150 people coming in that barbershop every day with a different skill. Mm-hmm.
1: That's something I've seen. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Uh, that was something I've seen a lot with working with Micah, with a lot of the people that was coming in for him just in Greenville. Uh, a lot of big people in like the business side of Greenville for sure coming in and just listening to them. Like i obviously i'm sitting there watching the cut trying to get better on that end because that is my at the end of the day it's my career it's what i want to grow in the most but hearing some of the business side of things that they know uh learn about uh i think it's called rp 500 something like that it's another investment but uh one of the guys was telling me about that just because it's one of those ones for a uh, you're going to put a little bit in and forget it's there and it's never had, they barely ever have like a negative return after a certain time. It's like a couple of months. It'll, it'll just keep growing, but it's like any other investment, but you just don't have to put as much in up front and you just keep adding to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for this,
3: it's a little bit of a cautionary tale because uh, the stock market goes up and down. Oh, yeah. So uh, there is nothing in the world (laughs) where things are just going to continue to grow up. Mm -hmm. So when Skyler talked about investing and uh, getting started, uh, you can start investing in uh, mutual funds with as little as $50. So I'll throw one brand name out there uh, that I'm very familiar with, uh, Vanguard. But I'm a reader, and uh, it was, I don't know, 40 years ago. I was reading about Vanguard, and which is a very different approach. They follow the index. And I'd offer this, just be very careful when people are coming into your shop and they've got this hot new investment and it goes up and it never comes down. There is no such thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I... And...
3: Uh, What I'd say is that kind of money that Skyler's talking about, and I I think I heard it uh, as an extension of his comment, is I call it forever money. You put it in there, it doesn't cost you anything to get started. Um, And there are several companies out there, be it Fidelity, be it Vanguard, be it Schwab, be it whatever. And uh, it's just forever money.
0: And, again, for for the casual person out there who's watching it live on Main Street, market street media on facebook if you have a question send it and we will try to get to it as quick as possible um we have about 25 to 30 more minutes on the set so if you have a question the casual person's out there listening just send it to us and we'll be able to get back to you right away um
3: no i was gonna say the one thing i haven't heard in the conversation today is an automobile um as as young men and i think uh young people today are not so uh, enamored with new cars and that kind of thing but uh automobile can be pretty expensive and uh, i remember my first car when i bought it i'd saved up money literally had cash went to this little dealership and you'll laugh (laughs) but i had a quart jar full of quarters and then they had half dollars and uh my cash i bought this car for six hundred dollars and that car lasted me for about 3 or 4 years. Um but it was all behind the power of setting goals and objectives and putting money aside.
0: And, and, and that's amazing. Listening to that, Skylar, you like you you smiled. I seen underneath the mask that you were smiling. What what made you smile? What were you thinking at that moment? What made you smile when you heard that? Uh, mostly
2: just how cheap you got a car for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: let me help you,
3: Scott. That was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, different prices today.
0: But you got your money worth. You got your money out of that car. It was I, an investment.
3: I I probably put about uh fifty thousand miles on fifty thousand miles on that little
0: car. Yeah. Man, you break that down, that's like what? Less than six hundred dollars, that's not bad. Yeah. You get a car for six hundred dollars. Uh, you're gonna get about not not fifty thousand. You're gonna get fifty miles.
3: This this will <laughs> this will tell on my age a little bit. But it was just a basic car, and my dad had uh, suggested to me, "Hey, when you get a car, make sure you get a standard transmission." He was a mechanic. He said they're easy to fix. So I got a standard transmission. And uh, radio and no air and the way I went. So.
0: I, I cannot. I don't know how to drive a standard. I don't know how to drive a stick shift. Well,
3: that should be one of your goals. <laughs> that should be one of your
0: goals. I learn. got the
1: same problem. I don't know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> I think
0: in, in these times, everybody just wants gas and go. What about you, Skyler?
2: Uh, I learned a little bit, but it's kind of one of those, like, <laughs> well, uh, I hope it's like riding a bike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gassing go. I, if I get in a stick shift, I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably get stuck on the hill and nobody behind me will be moving forward. I'll be rolling back into people. That's what I envision.
3: <laughs> but it's actually fun driving a standard transmission, stick shift,
0: whatever. Yeah. That's that's what I hear, I, I hope. But, but getting back to the lecture on hand. financial education. And there are resources out there for you as a barber, not just a barber, for an electrician, for a plumber, because I think this is something that everyone across the board has, not just barbers. Mm -hmm. Everyone across this country has some type of lacks in financial education. What are resources that we can get into? Where can you get resources to get better? Because one thing I know, education... And information changes situations. Education and information changes situations. To get the information, sometimes it's, it's as little as going on your phone. How can I get better? What can I do? Just asking the expert. So we have an expert here. Norman, talk about your background a little bit and and talk about what you see looking forward for anybody out there who needs that advice.
3: Well, I think the first thing I'd tell you is it's important to know my true background. I was born and raised in Jonesboro. Uh, My parents certainly didn't have a lot of money. Um, And I'll just say that in my lifetime, I've had uh, very good financial success. But I learned from some basics growing up. There was a lot of... uh, canning of food and that kind of thing. So we didn't go to the store a lot, particularly in the winter. So what that told me is I grew up, you have to plan for your future. Put something aside for when the harder or more difficult times come about. The other thing and 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 I did get a little education, but that's not important. I know a lot of people who are very well educated and uh they were what one calls hand-to-mouth every week just trying to get that paycheck, you know. I, I need more. I spend it. But one of the things I'd offer that benefited me <clears throat> is I purchased these little books. And they're actually little uh, binders. And I'd write my goals and objectives in them. And I'd keep notes on... My progress and learning and resources and all kind of things. Now, probably um, at my home, I've got five or six of those that I've had over the years. I've got one in particular. When I got married, uh, I was in the military and uh, not very much money. And I had in that book the detail. and We had a son uh, while I was in the military. Uh, down to what those baby shoes cost what that rent was what the food was etc so I can share that today and I still do that I still prepare my budget so that's a little bit of background
0: so getting the budget um one thing I, I know that barbers spend their money on well actually two things they eat out a lot and they spend money on shoes and some barbers might have opposed, Upwards, not opposed, but upwards of probably $10,000 in assets in their closet. That's not where you want to have assets.
3: That's not, not an asset, by the way, but go
0: ahead. <laughs> it's not an asset, though, but I know, I'm, I know. they're looking at it as asset, it's and they're not a, thinking. I was getting ready to get to that point. Yeah. It's not an asset. It's a liability, because I remember when I started cutting hair in the barbershop in Boston, Mr. Steele would say to me, um, you see my son, Spencer? He has about twenty thousand dollars worth of shoes and clothes in his closet, and I was thinking, man, that's that's all right. He got the latest <laughs> shoes. He got a lot of clothes, and Spencer, one of my best friends. Like I call one of my brothers, and I started thinking over time. It's like, man, I used to collect shoes. One one time, I looked at myself and I had a, about a hundred pairs of shoes. I'm like, <laughs> then I I made a realization quick i don't need those shoes what am i doing 100 pairs of shoes i can't wear them every day so i know those are a couple mistakes that barbers make money and shoes and and put put in the clothes too because clothing is part of that what do you guys think landon
1: i mean i've had the the same issues you know for a while As i like to buy new stuff especially clothes try to keep up the style and it's not really a necessity I mean, granted, you want to look your your best, especially in a barber shop, because you are judged on your appearance, right? For sure. So, but not. I wouldn't say you need to spend you know ten twenty thousand dollars on your closet for sure. Like that's that's money that could be put elsewhere. You
0: know, that, it's like, not it's not something you spend all at once. It's no, something I'm, that's accumulated over years.
1: But I'm saying, but that's money that you've accumulated over those years. You could have put back because, like now. What's crazy is I've tried to stop eating out as much because I started thinking about during that dead time. I can tell. When I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a joke, yeah, Lynn. Yeah. Go ahead, Lynn.
1: We're going to talk about that after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: We're all having uh, a little bit of fun. Nah, I know. Uh, but, I mean, we just came out of pandemic, shut down 70% of, you know, businesses. We didn't make any money during that time. I didn't get done with school right whenever I was supposed to because of that. Right. And uh, now I'm thinking like, well, what if we go on a, a lockdown again for whatever? And we're out of work for two three months, even if I get unemployment, like as self-employed, you know, workers, we may not be in. They may not feel we're entitled to that much money. Honestly, that's how they've done it. That's how they did it during the pandemic. I've talked to several people like that. So now I'm trying to think about, you know, having that emergency fund like he was talking about. But that coronavirus, that scared that scared me for a while just because I didn't know if I was going to be making any money.
0: It should. It should. I mean, but it's, the point is we, we call it the emergency fund. So if you have that emergency fund set up from day one, the coronavirus coming, another virus coming, you're going to be affected, but not as affected as someone who doesn't have something. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, um, the, when you talk about <laughs> assets, assets really something that's of value that you should be able to take to the marketplace <clears throat> on any given day and be able to get some money for it. Um, shoes and clothes, it's just a consumable. Uh, and I, the question I want to put in your mind is uh, to ask yourself. Do I want to make somebody else rich or do I want to make myself rich? That's the one thing I tell my kids all the time. Uh, You want to buy somebody? You want to buy that guy's (laughs) Cadillac over there? You want to buy your own? So that's the question you need to put in the back of your mind. So every time you see something that you like, you're adding to somebody else's uh, uh, riches as opposed to yourself.
0: What do you think, Skylar? How do you approach that?
3: I mean, I completely
2: agree with him. Like, I'd rather have something for myself rather than have someone else gain off of what I'm giving them for that
0: item. Have you, have you seen since working or even being in the barber lifestyle, you can see where barbers spend their money, can't you? Absolutely. And so, so what do you think about that? You said absolutely, but I, I even, but not no hesitation. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, uh, Coffee like six times a day, obviously is gonna add
3: up. Starbucks coffee,
2: <laughs> Uh Duncan
3: actually Duncan coffee. It's the same. It costs money, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's cheaper than than those um, them burgers, them chicken sandwiches from. <laughs> oh yeah, Popeyes.
1: Popeyes. if anybody at home's keeping track, that's nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I think you're right oh, He has a thing for that He probably had his share too Hey
1: listen
0: I haven't The thing is I always wanted to try one known I haven't tried it yet <laughs> I haven't tried The chicken sandwich For Popeye I haven't even been To a Popeye's In Tennessee yet I just seen Landon Come up And he was just Talking about this sandwich That was like so good And he had fire. like no, You gonna eat those was Like yeah look. Guess what
3: Landon Landon has a story To tell now He's in good shape yeah, He got a story to tell
0: Man, me and Lana go along we've had battles in yeah. this in this oh
1: world. man <laughs> that could be a whole nother video <laughs> the, the highlights <laughs>
0: another another show
3: well the addiction uh the addiction around here uh, uh, is uh, is pop man what's that thing uh that green pop I see all the time <laughs> um uh,
0: doctor enough doctor
3: enough doctor enough there's another one uh it's not even come to mind now
0: um sun drop
3: no. So I'm grateful you, you
1: got Mountain Dew. Buddy. Mountain Dew. That's <laughs> you, <what got> Mountain <laughs> Dew. you ever look at. No, I'm
3: not going to get into that.
0: <laughs> but It's pretty addictive.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say.
0: But the perspective is Ed, things like this is important. Just this format, this platform that we're trying to, well, not trying, but pushing out this information out there because it makes you think. It makes you realize what is important.
3: What is important and, and how you plan uh, and Skylar sitting next to me here, I mean, uh, uh, coming in on a weekend and say and looking to those uh, five or six days that you are going to work and saying, OK, I'm going to fix myself some wonderful sandwiches that I'm taking X day every day. Right. And staying away from the fast food places. Um, so you purchase your food at a at a reasonable price and fast food. They're going to get you six, seven, eight dollars every time you walk in there. So it's
0: probably more than that. Well, could I'm be. Thinking. It could be. How much is a value meal, Skylar? Shoot, I don't know. It
1: <laughs> depends. Like, where, where are you getting it from? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. if you get that McDonald's, you know, dollar menu when it was around, it'd still be like five bucks.
3: I think the other thing too is uh, investing in your physical self. You know. um... You're standing all the time, so I'll just add, and it's financial related, but you've got to make sure that you eat the right food and uh, you're exercising because um, there is a price you're paying for being on your feet uh, all day, every day, five and six days a week.
0: I mean, that's valuable. I mean, nutrition, um, and and, in the textbook, there is something what is it? what's it? what is it in the textbook how do they put it um professional image yeah and life skills yeah professional image and life skills a lot of students take those things for granted but those are two important chapters and all those things go hand in hand with financial literacy proper nutrition proper rest exercise stress relief stress relief you remember those things guys yeah, yeah. those things are important.
3: They're, they're very important. I mean, as you sit here and look at me, you can tell by the color of my hair that uh, maybe I've done a few things uh, over time to get me here. And uh, uh, I was uh, kind of like Landon. I had my share of uh, chicken sandwiches early on, but I, I learned. I didn't use that other name, Landon, though. But uh, <laughs> but it, it is, uh, it's important to take care of your health and uh, to do it in the right way. You got a lot of good years ahead of you. You just want to be healthy
0: when you have them. Because one of the questions a lot of barbers always ask me is like, Craig, I want to open a shop. What what, what is the first step? How do I do it? And most students come in, into school, thinking that thought process. I want to open my own shop. I want to open my own shop. What do I do? How do I do? One of the first steps is when you get out of school, have yourself a plan come up with some type of budget. Like Norman said, the envelope system. And it it doesn't have to be nothing, Major. It could be as far as $5 a day starting out. It doesn't have to be $50, $100 a day, $100 a week. When you start in small increments, because I believe and I feel you need momentum. Because when you have momentum and you start something, momentum gives you excitement. And after the excitement, see
1: the pot grow a little bit, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> makes you feel good. Yeah, that's
0: the momentum. You see the pot grow, and you get excited, and then that's success to me. Even if it's one hundred and fifty dollars at the end of the month, even if it's five hundred dollars at the end of the year, you're training yourself to do something that no one else is doing. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's still self betterment. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: hey, you know,
3: I um, uh, Skylar Land and I was thinking about this uh, a few days, and I. Craig was talking to me, he said, and I heard him talk to his students about getting their piece of the pie or their share of the pie. So as I thought about this, I said, uh, really financial planning in a simple way is about uh, planning, determining your goals and objectives, P, uh, initiating your plan, and uh, we've talked about taking uh, action and focus, which is the I. And then uh, evaluating your plan and making changes as you need to. So, uh, just popped out at me. I go, "Oh, that's your personal pie, or your personal piece of the pie." So, it's an easy way to stay focused. Say, "Man, I'm going to get my piece of the pie." And those three things pop out at you. Um, it, and if you think about that every day, you focus on something like that every day. It becomes a natural part of you. You don't even have to think about it. You just. <clears throat>
0: It becomes habitual because the the problem is, and I think with a lot of people, they expect to lift weights today and gain a muscle tomorrow. That doesn't happen. You can't lift weights today and gain a muscle. I haven't seen that done, even with taking um, steroids, steroids, <laughs> 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 growth hormones, whatever it is. Yeah, it still takes time. You cannot lift weights today, scholar. You can't. You tried this, scholar? Absolutely. And did it work? No. <laughs> so it's, it's a process. Come up with some acronyms like like Pi, and we'll talk about that again. Um, anything that can help you put yourself in position to succeed. And one rule of thumb I use is anything I can do for 21 days, it becomes habitual.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: To give yourself, I'm, I'm going to save 50 cents for 21 days straight. Don't set it so high where it's unattainable. Set it, Set something up that you can achieve. Fifty cents a day for twenty-one days, and then you go up a dollar. Tw- day twenty-two, give yourself some. And, and if it doesn't happen, don't feel like you're a failure because you're you're growing, you're practicing, you're trying. And most people feel when something doesn't happen, oh well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't. It's not working. I'm not good. It's, that's not the case. Start over again. Start again.
3: Well, I think the other thing Craig is, um, uh, we're talking about financial planning, you know, don't set up short term goals for you're, you know, you're looking in there every week. Where am I? This, that I talk about a year, right? Uh, what I do is every January I sit down and I develop my plans for the coming year. I still do that. Um, and that's what I'd offer you. I think that, uh, Skylar, as, as you're entering this industry and you're really getting going, um, that one-year look, and then you can look back and you can make those adjustments, but you'll surprise yourself as what you can achieve in a yes. fairly short period of time.
0: Because uh, small little goals that you set for yourself, it helps you set another goal. Then it helps you set another goal. Like one goal I set for myself to kind of keep me disciplined, I try to read 10 pages a day. And it, it keeps me so sharp and so disciplined in so many different avenues, it helps me set up other goals. And people might say 10 pages a day, it seems like it's a lot to read. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Find something that you're interested in. Find something that's going to be, even if it's some type of motivational book, something that's in your avenue that you might like, then it'll broaden out.
3: Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting. This is uh, This is off the chart, but on the chart. Um, Skyler, uh, Landon, you, you've got significant others in your life, uh, and uh, some as life goes on, you'll have more specific relationships. I would offer that as you're uh, entering these relationships, find out what your partner's thinking is around uh, money, investments, uh, future. And uh, because I would say this, it's important to be with a partner that's on the same page with you. Because if they're pulling against you all the time, man, you're going to have a horrible life. So, <laughs> <laughs> off of that is a fun comment, but a serious comment at the same
0: time. Lathan, I see you shaking your head up and down. <laughs> 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 Lathan always learns something from the podcast. Every time we come and come in with so many different things, Different types of conversation, just different topics. And he sits there he's like, man, Craig, wow. I didn't think of it that way. Man, yeah. it's interesting. So that, so that's important about each one, teach one. Oh, yeah. And we do something at the school on Fridays called each one, teach one. One of my favorite things to do with the students. Talk about each one, um, teach one, and I'll talk about some of the things that we've done. That's a good
1: one. Uh, each one, teach one. <laughs> First off, you don't know, a uh, student or just about anybody because We've had a couple people that's already graduated come back and teach a class. Uh, happened to miss one of my buddies. He still won't let me forget about it, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's where you literally just teach a lesson on anything you want. It could usually have something to do with like barber, something to do with like in the shop or building the clientele services you can offer. I did every one of mine on different types of products, how to hair, uh, style hair, uh, things like that. And uh, they're usually – I mean, they're usually a big hit, um, but it's just like a little – instead of someone like Craig or um, any of the other teachers teaching like a lesson for that morning, we'll have a student teach their peers what they've learned, and then they can grow from there. Because I've had people from my lessons learn some stuff, and I've had people from my lessons teach me some new things too, so – it's just a nice little thing where you, you learn something, but it's not just the people you're teaching are learning. You're learning something yourself, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of those people know. Some of them knew more than what I did. So,
0: And you're doing some crazy. research on a topic that you're familiar with. So it teaches you how to speak to your peers, how to be confident, how to set yourself up for something on the side beside barbering. It teaches you so many different types of skills that I've observed over the years of, of doing it. And it's one of my favorite things to do every Friday. Uh, and we when we bring speakers in, different speakers. And Norman, you'll be coming in one of, our, one of our speakers on Friday to help us out. I mm-hmm. um, hope you don't turn us down. Sure. Um, but what the Each One Teach One also teaches you too is financial education and what kind of side things you can do as a barber. Because there's so many things, we're talking about financial literacy, financial education, but, There are side hustles you could do while you're a barber besides cutting hair to help set you up for that rainy day fund. You can sell product. You can add extra services, and the money you make from that could be set aside. So there's different avenues and different ways to save money, to put money up, to get this thing that you want, get this pie. But if you go into the barbershop just thinking you're just going to be a cutter, And just cut hair, have your headphones on, don't build relationships with your client, don't build relationships with other barbers you're losing.
3: First of all, the beauty of uh, all of the students that uh, I've met at Craig School is that uh, uh, everyone has a passion for this. But more specifically, they have fun. And that's what I've heard Skylar kind of say and Landon yourself. Uh, There's another subject I'll put on the table. It has to do with uh, financial planning. I call it risk management. Uh, at some point in time, um, you'll need to get uh, insurance. And uh, you need to get liability insurance. You need to get, uh, and I think an important one is disability insurance. Um, and uh, when you do this, you need to really do some research on that. I'll say this, the younger you are when you start it, the cheaper it is. But when you start it, you got to stay with it. Um, but it's an important element of financial
0: planning as well. That, that that's that's major. That, that that's important. I mean, and a lot of barbers, is critical that you say that, Norm, because a lot of barbers don't think like that. Yeah. Because you have to have some funds set aside for some type of basic insurance, yeah. Some type of dental insurance, right? Some type of vision insurance, and the another critical part you said to it, you have to stay with it. Mm-hmm. And the younger you are, the cheaper it is. You have to stay with it, mm-hmm. and it could be under a hundred bucks a month for all those things. Mm-hmm.
3: And and you're right; these are these are must have because you don't know what the future has for you. Now you may have a, a temporary disability, uh, and you don't have to have something that covers all your expenses, but something basic that just keeps you on your feet, keeps you keeps you afloat. So, uh, again, another item to put on your list of things to, uh, to consider as you go forward. Good financial planning. The other thing that comes to my mind, um, as you become more established, uh, you need to have uh, a financial person on your side. And I don't know, I'm not specific as to whether or not this is an accountant, but the accountant comes to mind because it's about money management and it's about tax planning and uh, uh, just keeping you on track, somebody to make sure that your taxes are done right, they're done on time, that kind of thing. Uh, as you get bigger uh, and you have more money, you have more resources, you have other investments, uh, then you may want to consider uh, the services of an attorney periodically. You don't need an, an attorney all the time, but that financial person, you do need them.
0: Yeah, that's, that that that's that's real that, that's some really good knowledge right there Norman cuz I think it's important that cuz what you ha- with each barber having money in their hand constantly every day it's important to don't forget Uncle Sam. You cannot forget about Uncle Sam cuz one day you're going to get older. You're not just going to stay at age 21, 22, 23, 24 cutting hair. So it's important to pay your taxes. Think about putting the money aside too. you that's something you have to do. You can't avoid that.
3: Well, I'll add to it. Uh, I was talking about taxes, but there's one in particular that comes to mind. And for young people, I'm hoping it's going to be around, but take Social Security as an example. Uh, to get something out of it, you got to put something into it. So uh, I'll just leave it there. That's a decision that you need to make around uh, paying taxes and, and what have you. And I guarantee you, as I'm sitting here, uh, Skyler, Skyler, he's gonna be around a long, long time. And one day he's gonna say, hey, where am I gonna get this money to live on? Now that I, quote, don't want a barber anymore, I need to take a more leisurely life, and um, having those income streams, I'm gonna call them. Yes. Uh, it's critical.
0: And when you say income, sc- income streams, do you guys understand what he he meant by that?
1: I have multiple sources of income mm-hmm. coming in at a uh, th-
0: That's that's critical too. That's important because as you grow and you have a money coming in, you want to do something with that money.
3: Mm-hmm. I use the terms with myself. I don't uh, I don't even talk about this with my wife or anybody. But I call it bags of money. You know, I've got several bags of money in different places that have different risk issues, but all those bags of money provide me with that potential of income stream. So um, any of them, I guess, anything could happen in the world, but uh, that's kind of the way I think about it. And uh, Landon, you hit it on a head. It's income stream, so I'm thinking about the future, not just today, And uh, but another way to, to look at it.
0: Yes, yes, sir. Um, Skylar, we start we've been on this set now for about forty five minutes, fifty minutes. What do you think of what's just what we've been talking about? Did this change your life? Did this turn things around for me? What have you learned?
2: Just kind of really opened my eyes a little bit. Um <clears throat> and just like the facts that like he was saying social security. I didn't really think about that. Or mm. like I know I need to get with a CPA, but I'm not sure exactly how to go down that avenue. Right. And, like, find a good one that would be, like, there for me when I need them.
0: So That's important. I'll, I'll offer this, too. Uh,
3: starting out, uh, if you're tech savvy enough, there's software out there where you can do all this yourself. The key is to have the the records. And, and this software is so good, the, the software that I'm trying to get in mind right Quick now. QuickBooks. Yeah, QuickBooks.
0: QuickBooks is perfect. They've got everything in you. And it's about 12 $15 a month.
3: Yeah, and uh, you can learn how to do it yourself. And I would offer that's what you want to do. So what I'm saying is when I talk about an accountant, given that you're just starting off, that's not anything you need to do right away. But QuickBooks is a perfect uh, example of something you can do right away. You have the records, you have the documentation, and...
0: Away you go, yeah. What about you, Landon? What have you learned in this session? I know you're sitting there quiet and you're soaking it in because you do think you do think about things and you then you like then you form an opinion. So I know you've you've gravitated, you've grabbed so much from this session. What have you grabbed from this session?
1: Uh definitely take that, you know, cut back a little bit on the Popeyes was number one
3: thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Landon, no, I'm gonna but, go, I'm gonna, hey, Landon, I'm going to go get me some Popeye's today. <laughs> yes. He's making me hungry. ain't going to lie. <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, uh, for sure, having – because I, I like how you did My grandparents taught me this too. I don't always put it into an application, but, you know, I didn't know about it. It's the, the envelopes. That's a great idea. Just have five bucks for this envelope, five bucks for this one, ones for, like, anything happens with your car the other other bills you know that sort of thing that helped uh learning a little bit about you know risk reward when it comes to especially like the little bit we talked about with stocks because that's one of the big things i'm trying to get into is just understanding that uh it could at any moment you could be hitting on all of it and then i know they just crash stuff like that because i didn't even realize that until i started talking to other people but
3: I I want to interrupt you on this one. Um, The stock market is built by the wealthy and managed by the wealthy. And all I can tell you is it will go up and down. But the federal government... And the wealthy, in my opinion, mm. are not going to let it go away. The point is that you have to have enough flexibility that when it hits that downturn, you've got to stay with it. Now, I'm going to offer this as a personal example. I had a stock and um, I had kids and we were in a recession and I thought I needed money. So I went out and I sold my stock. I sold it for $18 a share. Ooh. Uh 6 years later that stock climbed to $110 a share and split for 55. Now remember, I sold mine at 18. So I missed that was my Sometimes you have to make big mistakes and I'm saying to you, I don't want Schuyler and yourself landing uh, Craig, to make these kind of mistakes. But that's a personal mistake that I made. And guess what? It stuck with me. And it was like, man, you know, you got to ride this horse. Now, <laughs> I'm not foolish. If, if uh, You know, I'll make some adjustments and what have you. Mm. But the stock market, all I'm trying to say is it will go up and down.
0: Right. That's critical. That's critical information. Yeah, it's critical, critical. And, and those things, again, it's important. I hope the perspective student who's out there or person who's trying to get into some type of industry, um, some type of vocational training, understand that once you get that training, when it's over, it's time to start planning. Don't wait. Don't wait when you get into it and start making the mistakes that a lot of people have made and five, six years later, you're thinking about, man, time has just flown by. I don't have nothing to show for it.
3: You know, uh, we touched on this earlier, but I'm going to throw a term out there. Health is wealth. Um, make sure that you've got a good position that you can talk to, you got confidence in. Get you an annual physical. Make sure you've got a good dentist. You go in and you take care of your teeth, you take care of your health, and just stay with this term. Health is wealth. You take care of yourself over time. And we're in a very challenging period right now with this pandemic, but that's another matter. So I didn't want to let let that topic go by lightly as well.
0: No, that, that's that's valuable, no, that's that's important. Um, because a lot of barbers, they don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. A lot of barbers, they don't think that far. I mean, but they have that $250 pairs of Jordans, but they don't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. They have that $350 pair of Yeezys, but well, they don't have health insurance. They have that $500 pair of, I don't know, some Vans or some, but they don't have health insurance. I'm out of touch on those. That's just name brand shoes that, know. that go from anywhere from $250 to $750. I mean, I had some students in, in school who, in barber school, who talk about buying shoes for like $300. I'm like, man, you're in school. What are you thinking about right now? Am I listening to investment? I can buy them and sell them for like $500 later. I understand that analogy, but I don't know if I'm putting $500 in a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I that. think
1: with just that, just as a side <coughs> note, real quick, I think a lot of that's that kind of like rock star mentality. You start getting busy, people are talking about you. It was just a little bit in like a little small community. Like, you still feel like a celebrity, you got okay yeah, i dress the part that's a big thing it's your personal pride you know Uh-oh. you even want to show off that you're successful i'm not saying it's a good thing i'm really not i've seen it multiple right. times with people but I, I think it's you know i think that has something to do with it is just trying to make it seem like they're bigger than they are that's a big thing in barbering is everybody wants to act like they're then the next thing big thing because that's part of how you build your, your clientele. Is your New to the shop, but you're going to be the best one in there before long. How you how you,
0: how you, build, how you build your clientele is through relationships, mm. through networking. But
1: I'm saying that most barbers don't get that.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what he's saying. Uh-huh. Relationships and networking. And people will actually come for you. They want you to give them good service, a good haircut. But the person who you are, how you treat them, how you relate to them, that's what's going to keep them coming.
3: I'll put a word out there. It's called... Uh character something that uh, Skyler and yourself Landon all of us are familiar with people can uh, uh, evaluate one's character pretty quickly all you have to do is get in a conversation you know where an individual is and you've got uh, mothers bringing their children in Uh, and I know I'm a little off subject here Uh, but it really relates to your that Client base and people coming back, word of not, uh, word of mouth. Um, so I think that's what you were talking about, Craig, is character and yes. big on point all the time. And just meeting you, gentlemen, I can already sense that, that uh, everyone in you has good character, so not an issue. It's not something that uh, you have to go out and do. You just be conscious of who you are and how you present yourself.
0: Yes sir and again barber college success this campaign this platform is for any potential student out there anyone who's trying to make their mind up about coming to barber school anyone out there who's thinking about hey should I go should I stay should I do something or are right in the middle of trying to make a decision this platform we have we have we've had 21 episodes so far and all 21 episodes have has something different some type of different information to get to the consumer who want to know how to get to this school, what do I need to do what information, we've talked about the first eight weeks of barbering, we talked about the potential the earnings you can get in the barber college, we talked about the difference between cosmetology school and barbering, now here today we're talking about financial literacy, financial education, what does it take, what do you need to do to be better you can be better and it's, it's not too late It just takes one day at a time. You just need some momentum. Momentum equals excitement, and excitement equals success.
3: You know, there's one important item that uh, didn't come up in our conversation, and uh, that's credit cards. Credit cards, in my mind, are uh, (laughs) just a non-starter. And I will share with you, I'm a debt-free guy. I have a charge card. And what the charge card is, is I get a bill and I pay it off that month. But credit cards um they're all about getting people hooked and once you get a few dollars on there and uh i'm gonna have a little fun with this i'm just gonna say i go out to uh, um (laughs) chick-fil-a and i get my (laughs) i get get my eight dollar meal and i charge it and months later I'm still paying on that $8 meal. So instead of that thing costing me $8, it's costing me $20. So my cautionary tale to you is, uh, make sure you manage your credit well. Uh, Credit is important. And I polish mine all the time. Um, I'm just going to say I have very good credit. And as gentlemen who are in the business of uh, cash every day, you should be the same. And... Be careful of credit, or credit cards in particular. Yeah, because I mean, you, you need it? credit. Right. So,
0: Because so credit is account. important because credit is what you're going to need to go to the bank with right. to start your shop. Credit is what you're going to need to get that loan for the house. Credit is gonna, is what you're going to need to get that loan to home improvement. Credit is what you're going to need to buy equipment for your business. But you
3: know, Craig, uh, the credit industry, they really... Um, I can't think of the term I want to use, but they've added a lot of charges in there. What I've come to learn is now you go to rent an apartment, they check your credit. Well, you can get it for X dollars, but because your credit's not good, you got to pay
0: more. Which is or crazy.
3: You go to get, uh you know, some medical, whatever it is. So maintaining good credit, I would offer you is an important part of your financial plan in and of itself.
0: Yes, sir. And again, this was a great episode. I'm, I'm going to go around and let everybody have their final words and because typically it's about 45 minutes to, to 50 minutes and we've hit about the hour mark, which is fun because when you're having a good conversation, it doesn't even seem like you're sitting there for a long time. But we're going to go around and, Landon, what you, what, what, did, what did you pick up from today? What did you get from this platform? What was fun about it? What was, what just made you feel like, man, I'm happy I came.
1: I just saw the knowledge, you know, just from different perspectives too. You know, me and Skylar basically graduated and got into a shop at the same time. Uh, so hearing how things he sees things on his end versus how I see on mine's been really interesting, especially since we both work at you know for the same guy but at two different shops, right. It's a little different, you know. He works with, you know, five, six people a day. I'm working with one.
0: Right. So, and, and, what, sort of thing. and what... And what, then, what,
1: like, hearing about putting money back in different ways. Because usually you'd think you just keep it in your wallet and just go about your day and just have that. You don't touch <laughs> it. But that's not a good idea. Uh Yeah, that sort of stuff. That's been the, that's been the eye-opener for me.
0: So if you... Knowing what you know now what can you tell someone out there what kind of piece of advice can you give someone to tell someone starting out
1: like starting out in school just even when you're in the when you're just in school just put some money back because you're gonna have to set yourself up for when you get to that shop you're gonna have to buy you know equipment you know, clippers trimmers all that that's not cheap stuff so you need to you need to put money back on that just in case so you need to budget yeah you gotta start budgeting
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Landon Barham. Um, Skylar, what did you learn? What did you get from this and what kind of advice would you give a student coming in?
2: Really just mostly the same thing that Landon said, like just different perspectives on like how financial stability and budgeting all works with like different people. Um, and definitely like learn how to budget, like start reading up more and. uh really just like focus on what you spend your money on because you're going to be in the trenches. So you've got to find some way to get yourself out.
3: So.
0: Yes, sir. Mr. Norman. Well, I'm uh,
3: just honored and enthused as I sit here uh, with you young professionals uh, and having just an appreciation of the kind of career that you can and will have if you bring good principles to you, to your business, and you do. I'm fortunate enough to know. I'm a finicky guy in terms of getting my hair cut. Craig knows this. But uh, I know barbers uh, in my life circle that are seventy-five, hundred dollars guys. So it's really up to you to go out and do what you need to do. Don't squander Uh, your time right now in terms of uh, uh, not having a financial plan and putting a little bit of money aside. And I think you'll be very pleased with your
0: career going forward. Yes, sir. Again, Barber College Success, sponsored by Cronkis Academy and Colossal Brand. Um, What did you guys think about the podcast? Did you guys have fun? What did you you think? (laughs) I know some of you guys, your first time, Norman and Skylar, what'd you guys think? Did you have fun? what do you think? Well, of I
3: absolutely have fun. I always have fun when I'm, first of all, you're talking about one of my favorite subjects, so <laughs> it's, uh, financial planning and uh, money management and so on. Uh, I want you to smile. I probably didn't have as much success with my own children that uh, <laughs> that I'd want to have in terms of learning. But guess what? You know, they got it and they go full, full they went full circle and came back and they kind of see it. So it was fun for me to be here and be with you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. What about you, Scott? what you like about the podcast? what you, what do you think?
2: Uh, really when Landon was like, Hey, I'm going to be on it. And he kind of like almost extended an invite. I was like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Because I try and catch episodes here and there, but, um, yeah, I just really wanted to be on it. So definitely had fun and it's more of just like a laid back conversation <laughs>
0: rather than just. Everybody before they come on, a lot of people say, Craig, I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't like to hear my voice. But after towards the end, they're like, man, this was, it was, this was easy. It was chill. <laughs> it was relaxed. It wasn't no pressure. It was just like, hey, it was just a conversation like you having in the barbershop when you're cutting hair. And the next someone is next to you. What do you think, Mr. Landon? What you what you think about? the are a veteran. That's this is your second. You'll hey, be listen, back again. Listen, I'll let you I, later. You will be back again.
1: I know I'll be back. You can't you can't go that long without seeing me and getting to make fun of me a little bit. We gotta have our little battles here and there. You know. Yes, sir. That's always the the fun part. I don't know. Like best part for me, just. As on a, a lighter note, is going home after and when it comes out, listening to how I actually sound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I sound like I have that much of a twang, but compared to Craig, <laughs> it's not and day.
0: Again, I had a great time. I enjoyed doing the podcast. Again, it's every Monday and it comes out on Friday. And you can get it on Spotify, Google, Apple, Rocket, any platform for podcasts out there. It's real simple. Just go into your phone and type in podcast, whatever podcast comes up. Type in Barber College Success and subscribe. It's free and it's easy and it's some great information for the casual listener. If you're on a long road trip, you're driving home from work, are you sitting at home going for a jog, you're exercising, you want something to listen to, check us out. It's some great information, some good heat, and I guarantee you're going to be satisfied. And again, Barber College Success. Crown Cuts Academy, 461-0004-809 North Rhone Street. Come check us out. We do enrollment the first Tuesday of every month. Come check us out. Have fun, learn to trade, and give to the world. Again, excuses are the tools of incompetence which build monuments into nothingness, and the person who practices them are seldomly good at nothing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.